The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And hello, everybody, and welcome once again to The Open Door. This is the online voice of The Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett. Today, gentlemen, we're talking about prayer. Now, we talk about that a lot, actually. This is not the first time, but uh, prayers, as we know, come in all shapes and sizes, from the very simple fiats or affirmations to some that take apparently days to uh, recite. (laughs) I'm thinking of the Bhagavad Gita, perhaps, and some of those. Oh, my gosh. Um, But today, in particular, we're talking about what we call, or what we know of, as the Keeper's Daily Prayer. And if any of you who are out there who, you know, follow the teachings of the Ascended Masters or study them, in particular any of you out there who are keepers of the flame, you will know this prayer. It is an affirmation of belief that is one of the most beautiful and compelling and complete prayers that I can imagine knowing, frankly. It's very complete. I mean, it just really goes, it goes all the way around the clock, if you will. <laughs> well, you know, we have statements of belief. We, you know, those of us in the West particularly probably are familiar with the Apostles' Creed. Otherwise known, I think, as the credo. You know, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, etc. You know, many of you are familiar with that. Yeah, 12 years old. <laughs> well, yeah, confirmation. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, in this case, the, keep, the Keeper's Daily Prayer, which, by the way, we're going to play in a moment, and we'll play it again in the next segment of our show, so you know, those of you who are not familiar with it can hear it, hear it a couple of times. We're going to break it down. We're going to go down basically through this line by line so that we give you an idea of just how beautiful and complete this expression is. You know, I think, Tom, and, and we'll hear this and talk about it in detail, but, you know, prayer is such an amazing thing. Of course, we talk about the science of the spoken word. And the fact that we have chakras and when we, you know, speak, the light goes through our throat chakra and it takes the energy of God and qualifies it. And so, and that's true of any prayer, I think. It could be a very soft prayer or a prayer in your heart uh, or the very powerful one. And, of course, we speak the, the Keeper's Daily Prayer. And what I love about it, it is not only a prayer, but as you suggest, it's an affirmation of who we are. Mm-hmm. And this is important because, you know, we get bombarded every day by the media and by movies and TV and so forth, that will try and tell us we're somebody we're not. In fact, I was just talking to my, my daughter the other day, and I said, you know, you need to remember, whatever you do in life, remember who you are. And, you know, you're not of the world. You're in the world, but you're not of the world. And it's a very different thing. And so when we give this Keeper's Daily Prayer, it's an affirmation, it's a statement of who we are. And not only does it have power because we're putting our the energy of God into it, but it kind of brings us into alignment, if you will. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of straightens our spine and says, you know, yes, this is who I am. I am affirming this day and every day that God is in me 
and that I have a purpose in life, and this is where I'm going. And this is the beauty of this prayer. Well, you know, I would even take it a step further, and by you brought up, you know, the, who am I? This entire program has been built from the beginning on those four essential questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? And how do I get there? This prayer answers all those questions. And if you don't know that, I mean, how can you make <laughs> the right decisions in life? Right. This is the challenge that so many sweet people of God face, is they don't understand the equation of life on planet Earth. Yeah. And without that, it's easy to make a lot of mistakes. Indeed. You know, one of uh, the, the key components of this prayer and where it's placed in, in our practice uh, coincides with the New Age Rosary. And in the New Age Rosary, which some of you may be familiar with, one of the, this prayer is actually the first prayer yeah. that you hear. And the recording that we're going to play here in just a minute or two is from that New Age Rosary. In segment two today, we're going to be playing an interview with Elizabeth Clare Prophet. She also alludes to the rosary. But we want to focus our attention specifically on this prayer. So I just wanted to make that, that, that note clearly. And it's a prayer that anybody can give. I oh, mean, yeah. regardless of your faith, your religion, whatever, it's not specific to the teachings of the Ascended Masters. That, it, exactly. it affirms who you are in exactly. reality. And that's one of the beauties of it is yeah. it is a universal prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, why don't we play that prayer now? Let's listen to it one time. This takes about two minutes. It's not very long. And then we'll come back and make some comment and go on. So without any further ado, here is the Keeper's Daily Prayer. A flame is active, a flame is vital, a flame is eternal. I am a God flame of radiant love from the very heart of God in the great central sun, descending from the master of life. I am charged now with beloved Helios and the supreme God consciousness and solar awareness. Pilgrim upon earth, I am walking daily the way of the ascended master's victory. That leads to my eternal freedom by the power of the sacred fire this day and always. Continually made manifest in my thoughts, feelings, and immediate awareness. Transcending and transmuting all the elements of earth within my four lower bodies. And freeing me by the power of the sacred fire from those misqualified foci of energy within my being. I am set free right now from all that binds by and through the currents of the divine flame of the sacred fire itself whose ascending action makes me God in manifestation, God in action, God by direction, and God in consciousness. I am an active flame. I am a vital flame. I am an eternal flame. I am an expanding fire spark from the great central sun, drawing to me now every ray of divine energy which I need, and which can never be requalified by the human, and flooding me with the light and God illumination of a thousand suns, to take dominion and rule supreme forever everywhere I am. Where I am, there God is also unseparated forever I remain, increasing my life by the smile of his radiance, the fullness of his love, the omniscience of his wisdom, and the power of his life eternal, which automatically raises me on ascension's wings of victory, that shall return me to the heart of God, from whence in truth I am come to do God's will, and manifest abundant life to all. And there you have it. Starts out with a real punch, doesn't it? It ends with a punch, too. <laughs> yeah. know. Well, you know, and I think that there are obviously many questions that arise in the mind when you hear that. What does it mean to be a God flame? Are we indeed spiritual pilgrims? You know, what does it have to do with the law? The law that's referenced here, of course, is cosmic law. 
So, you know, there are, there are some big issues here. This is not just a, a simple prayer. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'm thinking about, uh, you know, uh, the difference between a ch- uh, the, the prayer of a child and the prayer of somebody who is, has been well-steeped in the, the <laughs> karma of the planet uh, is, is, can be uh, quite different. And they, you know, uh, the prayer of a child is heard in its innocence. The simple uh, prayer of the heart. The yeah. simple prayer of the heart. And as we, as we begin to get rid of the things in our lives that have no basis in reality, we, come, we become more like a child. And this prayer just fits right in with where we are at, oh. that, at that time. You, you know, I think, Terry, <clears throat> you know, we're so inundated in the world. And there's so much on us, so to speak. And there's condemnation on us, too. You know, right. and not only if you go back to, um, you know, I'm a worthless sinner type of thing, but even just in the world, there's criticism all the time around us. And this, this prayer pushes back. Okay. <laughs> I like yeah, that. Yeah, it pushes like that. back on this weight of condemnation that's on the sons and daughters of God on this planet. And it pushes back by an affirmation. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we know when you use the words I am, you're saying God in me is. Right. You're talking about the presence of God, the I am presence. So it has the power of God behind it. And so it's not only for you, as you affirm this, but it's also a pushback to every opposition to who you really are and your divine destiny. And it's a statement of fact. You know, this is who I am, and I affirm it today. And, right. and that's the beauty and the power of these words. It's not just a beautiful prayer. There is power in these words as we give it and we believe it. Yes, and I think that uh, it is a canon. I mean, you look at this prayer, and if you had nothing else to go by, you could study this prayer and make your ascension. Sure. You know, I believe Because that. it says who you are. Yeah. And, and it doesn't, you know, we're not perfect in a human sense, but God in us is perfect. And that is who our true identity as we meld with our you know, the gifts God has given us in, in our divine personality, we become one with our I am presence and a very unique and very very uh, special individual in all of cosmos. But we have to claim that. And this is one way of claiming it because mm-hmm. you affirm it every day. And, and God doesn't want us to forget. Why does he have us give this every day? Because he knows we need to remind ourselves um, each day. that This is who we really are. I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to print this out on a little card that I can fit in my pocket. And I'm going to make it uh, 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 more of a part of my day. I, I'm really glad we're talking about this. Yeah. So, you know, there's a reason why it's the, at the very beginning of the rosary, which is the very beginning of a day, kind of. By what authority do you speak? Right. We speak by the authority of God within us, our I am presence. And that's why we can make prayers, not of our human consciousness, but of our divine part of us. That is why we can make prayers, why they have power. And why we can stand on this. Right. You know, and I think that, that some people may well feel challenged by the loftiness of these beliefs that are being espoused in this prayer. Because a lot of us have grown up thinking you, you pray with a certain humbleness and humility. And to say in your prayer that you are one with God and, in fact, by so doing, you are God as the doer. <laughs> but, but Atama, there is a difference here. You know, yes, I am one with God. But I also know in my current state of affairs, so to speak, on this planet, you know, I'm, that, I'm in process of that. At the inner levels, I'm truly one. But I am putting on my Christhood, as we've talked about in so many shows. And it doesn't mean we go around, you know, with these statements of how great yeah. we are. God is great. You know, our human self isn't great. And so, uh, Terry, humility, is, of course, is an absolute requirement for any spiritual path. Right. And, you know, if we ever get into spiritual pride, uh, we're in dangerous waters because that, that is a trap for so many people. So how do I affirm I'm one with God and not have spiritual pride? 
You know, I mean, this, this is the, and still be humble. So you can see it's, it's, it's an awareness, it's a perspective. You know, God in me is worthy, but, you know, I still have things I need to work on, correct in my outer sense. And, and God is the doer. You know, our human self is not the doer. Mm-hmm. We could talk till we're blue in the face and, and by the authority of our human self, and all we'll do is create hot air. <laughs> but if we invoke the power of God and in his name, and of course call for everything to be done according to his will, then the power is there. And I agree with that too. And I think the point I wanted to make was that it's sometimes difficult to make a statement that is so clear and high when you're not accustomed to making the statement where you're using the expression I am. It's true, isn't it? God in me is. Yeah, and I think that for, for some, it just takes a bit of changing of the mindset to realize this is true. This is really who, as we said, you know, you've been saying, and we've all been saying, this is who I am. I like this Unequivocal. Part. I am an expanding fire spark from the great central sun, drawing to me now every ray of divine energy which I need, which can never be requalified by the human. So that's powerful stuff. You, you draw that down and you affirm that. And yeah, we're here to take dominion. Boom. Yeah. And, you know, we don't, go to the gro- we don't go to the grocery store and start talking like this. No, no we know? don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> because, you know, you ha- people have to have the context and understanding. Right. And so we are humble before God and before the Christ and every other human being, um, and yet we affirm the strength of our innate divinity that is waiting to blossom as we put on our Christhood and, and work to our ascension. Indeed. Well, um, let's go to break right now. And when we come back, we'll listen to the interview we mentioned earlier with uh, Elizabeth Clare Prophet on this very prayer, the Keeper's Daily Prayer. So please stay with us. Back in a moment. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. 
By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And welcome back, everyone. Thanks for being with us. Today, we're talking about the Keeper's Daily Prayer. And in the following interview with Elizabeth Clare Prophet, the Keeper's Daily Prayer is fully illuminated as a complete statement of belief and is a powerful formula for how to make our ascension. Our interviewer is Doug Kenyon. Here we go. Why is the Keeper's Daily Prayer such an important part of the ritual of Mother Mary's scriptural rosary? The Keeper's Daily Prayer is a universal creed which may be pronounced by men of all religions. It actually defines the identity of the Son or the Daughter of God as a flame. As the Apostles' Creed provided the theme for the Christian dispensation, this prayer is a declaration of faith that can be made in the new age by sons and daughters of God wherever they may be, whether in this world or beyond the Milky Way. For it centers the consciousness in the flame of God and does not bind the soul to man-made doctrine or time-worn dogma. Just listen. It begins with our identity as a flame. This is our essence. We are flaming sons and daughters of God. And so we affirm, a flame is active. A flame is vital. A flame is eternal. There we meditate on the concept that we are active, lively spirit sparks. We are vital and we are eternal. Then we affirm, I am a God flame of radiant love from the very heart of God in the great central sun, descending from the master of life. Whenever we use the name, I am, we are saying, God in me is. I am is the name of God. I am is the word that we use to release his sacred fire energy. And therefore, to say, I am a God flame, we are saying, God in me is a God flame. Right where I am, I am this radiance of love. And I come from the great central sun. I come from the white fire core that is the center of a cosmos. And I am descending from the master of life who is God. This sense of identity, this sense of origin must be had by all people. Everyone wants to know where they came from. And when we finally trace our ancestry back to a beginning, we know the lineage of the human descent. But our soul longs for something more, and this is the prayer that gives it. Now we affirm, I am charged now with beloved Helios and Vesta's supreme God consciousness and solar awareness. We are saying, God in me is charging me now with Helios and Vesta's awareness of God. 
Helios and Vesta are the masculine and feminine polarity of God, holding the flame in the sun behind the sun in the center of this solar system. Every solar system, every galaxy, has a focalization of the Father-Mother God personified in a son and a daughter who are twin flames and whose consciousness has evolved to that place where they include in their own self-awareness an entire solar system and all of its evolutions. Thus the ensouling light of our physical sun comes from a consciousness in that point that we call the sun behind the sun. And so in this prayer we meditate upon that Father-Mother-God flame that nourishes life in our system of worlds. We say, Pilgrim upon earth, I am walking daily the way of the ascended Master's victory. And so we see ourselves as the soul on earth, in earth's schoolroom, walking the way of the ascended Master's victory. This is the way of the Christ, the way of the Buddha, and the way of the Mother. That way is a path of initiation. It's part of the great drama, moving from a point of origin, the point of Alpha, to the point of the conclusion, the point of Omega. We traverse those cycles that are necessary for the alchemy of the redemption that must precede the resurrection and then the ascension. This way leads to my eternal freedom by the power of the sacred fire, this day and always, continually made manifest in my thoughts, feelings, and immediate awareness, transcending and transmuting all the elements of earth within my four lower bodies, and freeing me by the power of the sacred fire from those misqualified foci of energy within my being. Our listeners who have the mystical awareness of the God within will hear in this prayer actually a formula, a chemical formula for the translation or the transmutation of the elements. And this law we affirm is active and activated by the flame of God within us by our giving of this prayer. The confirmation of that law by the word activates the process of that law within us each day. This is an interesting point on the science of the spoken word. The science of the spoken word, when used, activates the alchemy of God, the process of God within us. So we affirm, I am set free right now from all that binds, by and through the currents of the divine flame of the sacred fire itself, whose ascending action makes me God in manifestation, God in action, God by direction, and God in consciousness. When we say, I am set free right now from all that binds, we are saying, God in me is setting me free. We're affirming it, we're invoking it, we're decreeing it, and our fiat is one with the Elohim. And we're saying that the sacred fire has an ascending action, making me right where I am, the manifestation of God, the action of God, the direction of God, and the consciousness of God. Fourfold being, right in line with the ancient alchemists who referred to the fourfold nature of man as fire, air, water, and earth. Alchemy is the key whereby we move from the planes of matter to the planes of spirit. And this prayer is an alchemical formula for the Aquarian age man and woman. And even children love this prayer. This is how it continues. 
I am an active flame. I am a vital flame. I am an eternal flame. I am an expanding fire spark from the great central sun, drawing to me now every ray of divine energy which I need, and which can never be requalified by the human, and flooding me with a light and God illumination of a thousand suns, to take dominion and rule supreme forever, everywhere I am. Everywhere God is. Now the affirmation of being, as this fire, as Moses taught us, as Paul taught us, our God is a consuming fire, we then see that the qualities of this fire enable us to put on the consciousness of God. The flame is a magnet. It draws to us every erg of energy that we need to perform our perfect service. And in the decree, we affirm that because this energy is God's, it cannot be requalified by our human consciousness. We must make that decree because often we are tempted to qualify God's energy with our human will and with hatred and with fear and anxiety. Then we affirm, where I am there, God is also, unseparated forever I remain, increasing my light by the smile of his radiance, the fullness of his love, the omniscience of his wisdom, and the power of his life eternal, which automatically raises me on ascension's wings of victory, that shall return me to the heart of God, from whence in truth I am come to do God's will, and manifest abundant life to all. Doug, I think the most sacred gift that Mother Mary has given to us is the understanding that where I am, there God is also, right inside of me, right inside of my heart. He is there, but in order for him to act, I must meditate upon him. I must enter into the ritual of his alchemy. I must make every step be his step and every walk his walk. What's the outcome of this ritual that you described? It's new consciousness. It's new life. It's a joy that is indescribable. If we're denied the ritual, are we denied the outcome of the ritual? Precisely. This is why the fallen ones have entered into the churches, into the governments, the economies of the nation, stripped us of the great ritual drama of life, which is the process that is so necessary. It's that old instant pudding, one, two, three formula, and you've got salvation. It deprives us of the entire path of overcoming and working toward a goal. It destroys initiative and leaves us absolutely impotent as sons and daughters of God. So there is no salvation made easy, Chorus. There's no instant pudding at the altar of God. It's a working out of your salvation with fear and trembling, and that fear is the tremendous awe of the Almighty and of His power and what this power can do if we misuse it. Every son of God has shown us by His life the ritual of becoming one with God. You have only to read the life of Mohandas Gandhi and to discover the great ritual drama of this soul moving from childhood closer and closer to God until so much of God is in him that he can move all of the people of India into one united effort for independence. You take Gandhi on his salt march. He said he didn't even know when he started walking that he was going to walk to the sea. It was just a gathering momentum. He went from village to village, and more and more people were following him. And he took and spooned that water out of the sea, and he said, this is going to be our salt. We do not have to have the salt imported. 
thus declaring the independence of the soul to forge its own God identity without the superpowers, governing it and controlling it, dominating it until it becomes a vegetable. This is the true meaning of destiny then, is it not? Destiny is deity established in you. That is the meaning of the letters in the word destiny. Destiny is a process, it's a ritual, whereby we begin with an opportunity given to us by God. By free will we choose to become that opportunity and working the works of God daily and letting the Father work through us, we fulfill our destiny as one with the immortals, as sons and daughters of God, reuniting with Him in the ritual, the glorious ritual of the Ascension. What's the Ascension? The Ascension is the acceleration of consciousness by the ritual of the sacred fire, whereby we move from the lesser self to the greater self and find ourselves one with God, hence one with eternal life. The Ascension is our destiny, it is the goal of life, and it has been proven by the Ascended Masters who are releasing to us these teachings in this hour. Thank you very much. Amazing, isn't it? Wow. So powerful. When we express this prayer, we activate the alchemy of God within us. Where I am, there is also God. Mm-hmm. Well, more on this in a few minutes. We're going to take a break now. We'll be back with more on the Keeper's Daily Prayer. Please stay with us. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Right now, all over the world, warriors of light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free. No login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a Keeper of the Flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. 
is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And thank you once again for staying with us. We are The Open Door, and you are our faithful listeners. Thank you so much. We're grateful. Today, we're talking about The Keeper's Daily Prayer. And for those of you who were with us for the previous segment where we listened to an interview with Elizabeth Clare Prophet, we were all taken by the richness and power of that interview. I mean, it seemed... As I think you said, it almost felt like, an, uh, like a dictation. Yeah, it just was the flow of the Holy Spirit. Oh, my gosh. And I think that one of the key points there, of course, is that prayer, in this prayer in particular, but prayer in general, when done with sincerity and, and focus and passion, is a powerful alchemical formula. And one of the things that this prayer does is it encapsulates the entire progress and path of the soul. And it, as you said at the beginning, Sid, you know, this is about who we are, why we're here, and what we're all about and what we're, what we're here to do, where we're going and how to get there. Well, and I think, too, you know, as we talked about the need to, aff- to affirm this daily and, and as Mr. Prophet talked about, the alchemy of it. You know, if you don't live this daily, if you don't affirm it daily, you know, what happens? We go out and we stumble and we fall and we say, oh, what's the use? I keep trying and trying and trying and I still make these mistakes. I still do this. And you get down and down and down, Mm -hmm. you know, and you can't allow yourself to do that. We take accountability from our mistakes. We correct them. We balance our karma, but all the same time we are affirming that in our being. And, and she said, which is interesting, the science spoken word is, is actually the process Mm -hmm. whereby this alchemy works. It's Mm -hmm. not just affirming it. It's the actual process that's required. You know, and I, I, I'm reminded of, of course, the ancient alchemists, you know, and of course the great goal of them was to turn base metal into gold. And I think what they missed here was the real alchemy is turning the base metal of our human consciousness into the consciousness of God. And, of course, we're not turning it into it. We're displacing that. And we put on this this golden radiance of God within our being. And it's God's light. It's not ours um, that we become one with. And so it's a process. It's like we talk about the path of the initiation or the path of the ascension. It must be walked. As I love that reference. It's not, it's not instant pudding. Yeah, the you know? of God is <laughs> yeah. no instant sorry, pudding. It's, sorry, it's not, but it's just not. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't mean it's not wonderful and joyful and exciting to take on a daily basis. And then, you know, we have the, uh, the, the tube of light decree that we do also uh, first thing in the, in, during the day. I mean, mm-hmm. and I, I like to explain the tube of light decree as, as something that will, it's like taking a candle and putting it down into a, a milk bottle and then placing the milk bottle in a pan of water. So what you do when you invoke that tube of light to begin with during the day, the beginning of the day, is you you uh, you put on your your armor, so to speak, yep. against uh, all of these uh, slings and arrows so that will keep you from becoming who you really are. Well, in fact, some some people, and I'm one of them, have a tendency to envision being inside that tube of light when I'm doing my day, keeper's daily prayer. Oh, good. It feels like there's a reverberation and a certain amplification of the power of that by its reflection off the light of that. That nine foot in diameter, you know, cylinder of light. Right. And and again, when you give these affirmations, it pushes back energy that's on you. And I think that's a real important point is that this is this is defense. I mean, this is putting on the armor. Right. But it is also proactive. You know, we talked about this many times where we, we do 
violet flame decrees in the morning to transmute that little package of violet flame that comes to us daily. Once we've the done little package of karma. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that little package of karma. I guess I think I want to avoid that in my consciousness. But we take care of that first, then we kind of move forward and you know work on the transmutation and and uh, et cetera of other karmas that are also you know in our. Well, you, you know what's exciting <laughs> about that is I don't have to be bound by my karma. In other words. I've got to deal with it. I have to be accountable for it. And there are times where you can't, you know, you have to physically deal with it as well. But through the use of the violet flame in these prayers, okay, now I've cleared that up for the day. I can go do something for God. I can do something for other people on yep. this planet. That's right. I can be an instrument. I'm not just a slave to my karma. It's like astrology, you know. Yes, it impacts us, but we're not slaves to our astrology. We can overcome that, be greater than that. And so this is part of the rituals that we perform daily. And I love her description of rituals, you know, as a requirement to walk on this path and get where you want to go. And there's something comforting about a ritual, I think, especially when we get it directly from the ascended realm and and knowing that it's doing powerful things in our being as we choose to practice it. You know, and as a corollary to that, she referenced ritual drama and the fact that in many cases, the ritual drama has been robbed. It's been taken from us, the whole the pageantry of life as a as a the soul ascending, we're not giving that information. Mm-hmm. So the ritual drama is is in, as absent of basically, and we have no substitute for it. It's you emptiness. Know, we, That's we the no pudding concept. For New Year's Eve, we you know they have in, in the United States at, at midnight they drop the ball in Times Square <laughs> and so forth. And so uh, my daughter is thirteen. We want to stay up and watch that and so forth. And I don't know if you saw it, but some of the behavior by the people there. I mean, they're running around naked, and it was—I mean, it was—it was—it was horrible, you know. And why do they do that? Because they don't know who they are. They think they're just anything goes, and as long as it feels good, they're going to do it. Well, if they knew God was in them, I'm not sure they would act that way, because it wouldn't be honoring God in their presence in terms of of how you deport yourself and how you carry yourself and how you live your life. And so this is why this is important. It, you don't need to remind God of who you are. He already knows. But we do need to remind ourselves each day, because otherwise— we can get caught up in the ways of the world. And, you know, it's like the, the New Testament, the ways of the world are death. We, we don't think of it in those terms, but it's subtle, and it pulls, anything that pulls us away from God is a death spiral. Well, and the alchemy of this prayer in particular is what pulls us to what uh, Mrs. Prophet referred to as a new consciousness. Yeah. <clears throat> and like you said, you, if you don't know what you don't know. So here, here we are looking at an opportunity, and I think that was one of the key words that she expressed more than once, is that this prayer opens up the door to opportunity for really fully understanding and embracing who we truly are. And I'm sorry, did you, Terry? Well, I was just going to uh, go ahead with your thought. I'll throw mine in. Well, I think, you know, I am a flame, you know. Yeah. I mean, is that, a, that yeah. might be hard for some people. You know, I don't think I'm a flame. I have five fingers or ten, excuse me, ten fingers, <laughs> <laughs> ten toes and so forth. <laughs> so, but what it does, it opens up your consciousness to the fact that we're more than our physical body. And God has plans for us. We're not going to lose our identity in God. We're always going to have that. Yeah. But, you know, it's let's not limit God and who we are. I mean, I don't want to be limited to this, this body for too long. Um, it's very useful. <laughs> but, you know, I want to be more of God than this physical form will allow. I was just wondering if, uh, is this available uh, on our website where somebody can access the uh, the prayer as we've just given it? You know, I don't know. Uh-huh. I know it's in the Keeper's Lesson. I think it's in the very first lesson, which is a complimentary lesson. You can take that without obligation. Just uh, go as to, the you Keepers know, of the Flame Fraternity. Exactly. And the online Keeper's Lessons, which are, you know, digital, 
uh, do you know incorporate this? But I don't know if it's printed anywhere else. And the it's also part of the rosary, as we know. So if anybody has the scriptural rosary, the New Age rosary, right. it is there too. And just the whole concept of being a keeper, you know, keeping, coming to that place in your life where. Uh, you begin to begin with to keep your own flame, the flame of God in you, and then and then you uh, the next ring out, so to speak, is you begin to be aware of how important it is to keep the flame for your family, and then your your community, and then your your state and your nation and the planet. So it's an ever expanding sort of a thing. This whole keeping the flame, keeper of the flame. I mean, you you look at the Statue of Liberty. What is that? Just a a torch? No, she's keeping the flame for America and for yeah. the planet. And, and the fact that the flame does need to be kept. Yeah. You know, it's the flame is eternal. God is eternal. But the flame in the physical bodies and other, it's like the lighthouse flame. Without a lighthouse keeper, there's going to be no lighthouse flame. That's right. You yeah. know, it's as simple as that. And so out. we keep the flame. We honor the flame. We honor God. Well, if anybody wants a copy of this, you know, we'll be happy to send you a copy. It's really easy to do. We can just cut and paste right into an email. Right. So if you want to... Uh, send us a request for this prayer to webradio at tsl.org. Right. Webradio at tsl.org, and we'll be happy to send you a copy of the Keeper's Daily Prayer. And then they can meditate on things that might be just a little beyond them right now. If they're a new listener, you know, I'm thinking, I underlined, you know, the great central sun and Helios and Vesta and the sun behind the sun. So some of these concepts are uh, a little beyond where we are right here in the physical radio <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, you know, I think it reminds me of when I first came in the teaching center masters. And, of course, some of the masters' names are the same names that are used in mythology. And so mm-hmm. I, got, I got a little confused by yeah. this until it was explained to me that actually – uh, the master's names didn't come from mythology. Mythology came from the master's name. <laughs> yeah. And so even though, for instance, uh, Vesta, of course, is a, is a is in, in mythology, it's not the same Vesta of a Helios and Vesta, these great twin flames of great power and light that, that hold a balance at a spiritual level for our solar system. So if you see names of ascended masters that look like mythology, it's because in the ancient memory of man, they, we actually knew these names right. back when. And so they're not an exact representation of who they are, but it's an understanding of where these names came from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once upon a time, we walked and talked with God and all these great beings. Yeah, and unfortunately, <laughs> we made choices that, that brought that to an end. Yes. Well, you know, there, uh, one of the concepts in this prayer, which is uh, prevalent throughout it, is this concept of the flame, of the sacred fire, and that the sacred fire is portrayed, among other things, as being a freeing power. And it frees us of human limitation. It frees, it frees us uh, of you know, our karmic debt and responsibility, our, our karmic accountability, if you will. This, again, is a powerful alchemical formula for getting where we want to go, mm-hmm. just a reunion with God. And, and uh, part of it is uh, we are transcending and transmuting all the elements of earth by the power of the violet flame, which yeah. is my comment, mm-hmm. within my four lower bodies, fire, air, water, and earth, and, of course, that means, you know, cleaning up your four lower bodies, eating right, not, you know, deciding not to smoke and drink and curse and do any number <laughs> of things anymore, you know? You, you know, I, I've, in, the health, in the health world, you go through what's called a detox. Yeah. You know, and for someone that right. was brought up on Twinkies um, <laughs> and hostess cupcakes, um, and there's clearly a need to do some detox here. Yeah. And, and there's a spiritual detox, too. You know, we get this kind of molasses-like substance between our cells and Adam at a spiritual level, right. and then it slows us <laughs> down. And so what the violet flame does, the fire of God, the flame of God, it consumes that, it repolarizes it, and suddenly the light is flowing so much better within our body. Hey, I feel differently. I feel new energy, new strength, because right. the light is flowing. It's no longer blocked or impeded. And that's part of what this prayer will do. It'll free us up. 
Do you suppose there's a Twinkie entity? <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just asking. Uh, <laughs> just those asking. of you that weren't from the United States, if you don't know what Twinkies are, they're a non-nutritional cupcake, <laughs> I guess, is the only way to describe oh, them. Oh, spongy and everything. Oh, my that, gosh. That will last forever. <laughs> I've heard stories about these being found buried after earthquakes, they were years old and they were still good. <laughs> they were still good. <laughs> still as good as they ever were. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Goodness, quote unquote. <laughs> oh, well, my gosh. We're, we're in the moment we're not, but you know, generally of this show today, we've been talking about the Keeper's Daily Prayer. And we're going to take a short break right now, but when we come back, we'll continue with this discussion of this prayer as an alchemical formula for the ascension of your soul and reuniting it with the heart of God. Please stay with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And thanks everyone for staying with us. You are listening to The Open Door, where today we are talking about the Keeper's Daily Prayer. And I want to emphasize daily. Um, we haven't said a whole lot about this, except we have referred, of course, to the ritual of prayer. But one of the things that we do in this practice is daily prayer, including the violet flame, blue flame, the tube of light, as Terry mentioned before, and the keeper's daily prayer, which is a statement of our belief. It's, it's a credo, if you will. So I want to start there again, just reminding us all that this is not something we do just on Sunday or every now and then. This is not an occasional ritual. This is a daily ritual. Well, there's an equation to victory. And yes, we affirm victory, but that's just part of the equation. We have to manifest it in our lives. And so this is why we, we obviously do our prayers every single day, because each day is a new opportunity. As you mentioned, Tom, a new bag of karma comes our way. It, it's a new challenge in the schoolroom of life. And, you know, life is short. It really is very short. By the time you grow up and, you know, reach a port, certain point of maturity, I mean, you have a few decades to really, not only to balance your karma, but to make an imprint on life that mm-hmm. you want to remember, because... You can look in the obituary pages and you see people and you think, you know, what did they think of before they made the past? You know, did they do everything they wanted to do in this life? Did they accomplish everything they accomplished? Is what, did what they do matter? 
And, of course, we have to take care of our physical needs and provide for our family. But these are choices we make, and we don't make our ascension just as a flip of a switch. We make it by our daily efforts and striving. And the science of spoken word, the keeper's daily prayer, the other things we mentioned, that's part of our daily striving because they keep us going in the right direction so we don't get off on a tangent. This is what happens to people. They'll spend lifetimes going off on a tangent. Yeah. You know, something will interest them, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but they, they lose their momentum of going forward. And so there's a discipline to this path. If you look at the Eastern teachings from the Hindu religion or the Buddhist religion, there's a discipline that people follow. You know, Jesus and his disciples. A disciple disciplines himself. There's daily rituals. This is part of who we are. Are we, who we are because we know it's a key to the alchemical formula and the al- alchemy of walking this path, putting on our Christhood, and making our ascension, which is the goal of life. Indeed, and as we often say, there's no get-out-of-jail-free card. And as Mrs. Prophet said in that interview, there's no instant pudding on the altar of God. (laughs) Whatever people tell you. (laughs) Yeah, to the contrary, to what they may tell you. But again, the point, I want to stress this, is that this is part of a practice. This becomes like breathing, like eating a meal. This is nutrition for the soul. And this is what we do every day in order to expand that consciousness, that new consciousness, and to basically rise. And, you yeah. know, sometimes I think when, it, I mean, we've all done this, we go to bed and we think, well, what did I really do today? <laughs> you know, I mean, you ate, you slept, you did other things that life required, but did I, did I do anything on my spiritual path or did I accomplish anything for God? And when you use the science of the spoken word and you give your prayers in support of God's will upon this planet— if you do nothing else that entire day that has spiritual meaning, you've accomplished something. Great. And when the door closes on that day, you've gotten good karma and good positive efforts. And so our days are numbered in this physical form. Let's take advantage of every one of them. Indeed. And, you know, when we talk about this practice, we're talking about, in many cases, minutes, not hours. Yeah. You know, 15 minutes of violet flame. And if you do that 15 minutes, you get a great dispensation of the, the multiplication. And, and what is it? I, maybe you know, Tom, the, the amount of time that the average TV is on in an American home. I mean, it was about six or eight hours it's, or something. It's a long time. It's, yeah. you know, yeah. six or eight hours, <laughs> Yeah, you know, and what God is asking us to do in terms of spiritual rituals and devotions every day doesn't come close to that. Yeah, it's very you know, So let's give God equal time here, or at least partial equal time to what we do <laughs> with the TV or the, you know, the electronics or the, you know, that's, you, we see all these ads for these games and, and, you know, on war games and Call of Duty and all these kind of things. Whatever these are, you know, if nothing else, they take the soul from doing things that can be very positive, not only for themselves, but for the planet. And, of course, we all need a little recreation and so forth, but you can see where this gets out of hand. Virtual reality. Yeah. I mean, it's virtual unreality is what it really is <laughs> because it takes us from our attunement and oneness with God, our, our daily prayers, our keeper's daily prayers. And this is reminding me of a recent program that we did. I mentioned the fact that when you're sponsored by an ascended master, most of us with threefold flame are, um, that there is a certain quantity of that uh, master's aura, their their light force, their light, which they give us to use and to expand, hopefully, not bury our talents in the ground, but, you know, multiply them. If we misuse that light, the master receives the karma. And I was thinking about this the other day with with the daily prayers that we do, even if it's just a few minutes a day at times, you're taking that light and you're magnifying it, multiplying it properly. You're not misusing it. You're not misqualifying it, but using it properly. And you're giving the, the master a chance to take that light and then share it with others as well. And, you know, it, it, 
it also feels good. I, I, don't, I don't know how to <laughs> describe that exactly, but you have a, a new sense of your identity in God. Yeah. And you're able to you know, look separately at some of these other parts of our human consciousness and say, I'm accountable for those, but it's not who I really am. You know, I am a son of God, and I'm working to put on my Christhood because this is what Jesus taught me and taught us. And so it is a process, but you, you, you see the world differently. You, you feel differently. You act differently. I have a purpose. I have a reason for being God took a portion of himself and put it within me. Yeah. That's, that's staggering when you think <laughs> about it. It's stunning. Well, that's why we say every show, you know, awaken to the light within. That's what we're talking about. This is the I am presence. This is the personal Christ and the universal Christhood that we all share. I mean, this, it's, it's awesome. And we often say this, you know, going to repeat it now. This is a joyful path that the, the work of the discipline of the ritual that may be involved does not take away from the fact that it is, it's lightness of being. I mean, it's just, there's a beauty and a joy here that's undescribed, you know, hard to describe. Some of you are probably familiar with Padre Pio, who is the, the Christian uh, monk that I think he passed away in the 60s, wasn't Catholic. it? Catholic. Catholic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he was, he was so filled with God. And when he used to do the mass, the Catholic mass, he, he would go off into another plane, and finally the other priest said, look, Padre Pio, you you got to wrap this up sooner. You know, people got things to do. But he, he was so filled with the light and the power of God, he was in absolute bliss. And so it's not a chore. Yeah, you it's know, not a chore. We're not going to feel on top of the world every second of every time. But the more you practice this drawing down of the light, and ex- there is no greater joy than to feel the light of God in your chakras and in your being. Indeed. And, and know that you're doing something for God. You're returning at least a part of what he has done for us and the masters have done by giving your love and your energy. And there's, there's another component to this, too, which we haven't discussed in particular, but that is momentum. That when we do a daily practice and we do it more and more, we build a force field, we build a momentum, we build a power that becomes almost self-sustaining. And I think that, you know, it's easy to say that, but if you practice anything for a little while where it becomes habit, like 28 days or whatever the, the current psychology says it is, is that what the it point is? I would make is yeah. that the momentum is something that you can build upon. And then it reflects and magnifies what you're doing and back to And it's a momentum you. you carry from lifetime to lifetime. Yeah. And it's also true of the negative momentums. If you build a momentum of negativity in your world, you know, when you pass on, you take that with you. It does, you don't leave it behind. Yeah. And so that's why, as you suggest, how momentums of light and good works are very important to the soul. Well, let's take this um, prayer. You know, we've got about five minutes left here. Is any part of it that you want to address specifically before oh, we... Oh, I just, I just love the paragraph uh, kind of that it begins with. I am a God flame of radiant love from the very heart of God in the great central sun descending from the master of life. And Elizabeth Clare Prophet said, who is God, the master of life. That's one of my favorites right there. How about you, Sid? Well, it almost sounds like blasphemy, you know, if you think of the world. And yet it's not because God is in us. God in me is a flame of radiant love. I mean, it's a sense of awe, you know, and I love... I love the sense of, as you mentioned about uh, uh, the fear of and the awe of God. Yes. You know, and the majesty of God. And, and it's, it really is. It's kind of jaw-dropping, you know. And this is where devotion comes from. This is from, you know, this is why I think it's so important to get on your knees and pray every day. You're acknowledging the supremacy of God and the majesty of God and the awe of God. And I want to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah it's a physical However, action, getting on your knees and, yeah, and praying. it's really important. How about yeah. you, Tom? Did you have a favorite well, uh, I, part of the prayer? Yeah, I, I did, and I didn't know how big a favorite it was until I was doing the research on this. And I realized that one of the words that's often overlooked is automatically. That when you do this prayer and when you understand who you are, you recognize your oneness with the flame of God. It says, which automatically 
raises me on ascension's wings of victory. Uh, but it happens if you make the effort. But I mean, by doing this, yeah. you know, the, the, this is enlightened self-interest. Yeah, yeah. You know, that you, you recognize that there is a goal here that you can embrace that is absolutely righteous. Yeah. It's we, not, we don't make it to heaven by our knowledge of doctrine. We make it by practicing yeah. the truth and the, the rituals of God. That's how we're going to get there. Indeed. You know, I love the one that says, Pilgrim upon earth, I am walking daily the way of the ascended master's victory that leads to my eternal freedom. I'm a pilgrim. This is, you know, this is not where I'm going to be eventually. You know, the, the old thing, you can't go home again. Well, we can go home again <laughs> to God and the great central sun, but we'll return very different than we left because mm-hmm. by God's grace, we'll have made our ascension and become co-creators with God. You know, Jesus said, in my father's house are many mansions. We have no idea what God has in store for us after we ascend, the new opportunities, the new challenges, the new growth spiritual. And send and master still grow spiritually. They still do their rituals too. And so this is a momentum we're building for. And so we are pilgrims here. We're not here. We've been here a long time, probably longer than we should be in some cases. But we have, you know, we're returning home to God. We can go home again. That's our destiny. Make our ascension. Well, you know, uh, we've got maybe just a minute to go, but there's a very a key understanding that you've just kind of brushed up against, which is the conversion. That the, the concept of conversion is that you reach a point in your path where you turn around and you come back home. Yeah. And that that conversion is that process of returning, of turning literally and then coming back. And in this case, you know, we're talking about coming back, reunion with the heart of God, reunion with the, our, our true nature, our true self, our highest self, reunion, reunion with our twin flame. And there's so many things about this that are just beautiful and just waiting for you to experience, if you will, but make the choice. And we are on a joyful path. You know, we I are. can't wait for each radio show to to. Yeah, reappear on, <laughs> on Tuesdays because this is a joy. It this is. serving and and knowing that we're contacting our brothers and sisters around the world. Well, there are no accidents. Anybody listening, this is meant to be. So, you know, if if this is new to you or if you've listened to the program for a very long time, stay stay in touch with us yeah. at webradio at tsl.org, webradio at tsl.org. I did my part, Tom. Now, what are you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, Ed, <laughs> that if you want to get a copy of the Keeper's Daily Prayer, send us an email. We'll cut and paste that prayer right into that email and send it back to you in <laughs> no time paste. flat. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yes, and as we like to say um, at the end of every show, though the upward path may be inconvenient, may be difficult at times, the rewards are, are out, out of, of this world. world. Thanks, everyone. God bless you. See you next week. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.